learned and was able to do was in those 30 years at Wasanwadi mm-hmm. school. So that's definitely a mind story. Sure. And uh, the other game, <laughs> just thinking, talking to you, just, I realized that all three were accidental in some ways. Right. Uh-huh. And the third one was my meeting with His Majesty. Uh, uh, he wasn't the king at that time when I met him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, changed my life in so many ways. He's just mm-hmm. such an amazing man. When, so then came across, started moving across, planning, doing things. And here I am in... Um, uh, so these are like, in terms of career-wise, yes, uh, I would say that the the Doon School, the Vasanwadi School, um, and the meeting with His Majesty and coming up here makes uh, a lot of difference. But also, if I may add one more, this my involvement with Ritinchuri and the setting up of you know, work with the work I do with Ritinchuri, and I've worked in Tihar Jail for many years, working with the kids there and running night schools and doing a second chance school. So it's somehow all connected with the young people, but all of them. So in the formal space and this Royal Academy is a combination of what I learned mm-hmm. uh, at the Doon School, Vasanali School and Ritinjali, and I'm able to put that out. Amazing. On the, so I, uh, your, your questions kind of said was milestones, but in my personal life, my two daughters, I mean, you know, uh, Fantastic. I mean, I've learned so much from them. Right. Uh, so I don't know whether you can call your family your milestone or not, but <laughs> they definitely no, absolutely. Make a lot of difference in you know uh, in who I am uh, True. today. So if the, if if kind of that answers what you're fantastic. No, no, these are some great thoughts. So you know, let's talk a little bit about an area where you spent 30, 40 years, which is education. But as you were setting up, which you said your second milestone, Vasant Valley, tell me some of some of your challenges. <sighs> I do know for a fact that every time admission used to start, you used to disappear. So I'm not <laughs> going to talk about that as a challenge. No, no, no. That that uh, was yeah. Admission, of course, getting admitted after a while was almost from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's. It's strange, but you know, the living up to the expectations of the Puris was a challenge. Mm. I think that was a really beautiful challenge. It was a, it was a positive challenge. I had such amazing people to work for. So it was not a challenge in the negative side, but it was a challenge itself, you know, because their expectations were so high. Mm. Um, and my own expectations were uh, of how to meet those expectations were very, very high. So that was something that you know kept me going uh, in in those terms. Um, dealing with the government uh, and that side of it mm-hmm. uh, was at point of times challenging, if you know what I mean. Correct. Uh, there were just so many, but also at the same time, once you got through to uh, what we have to understand that the relationship with the government is not one kind of. Uh, vague figure. They mm-hmm. were the individuals. So individuals would change. Mm-hmm. And then you would come across an individual who was, uh, you know, progressive, looking forward. And suddenly the same relationship with the government was a pleasant thing. Mm-hmm. It was great, wonderful. And then the individual would change and somebody else would come along. And so when you say your relationships with the government, mm-hmm. you have to understand that the government are not is not one kind of blank situation. Mm-hmm. They were in. So there were times when I would meet somebody 
who was completely opposite to the person that I who was sitting in the same chair. Mm. And that was really frustrating. I can imagine. Sometimes on the frustrating side. And sometimes you'd say, oh my God, you know, the government can actually do so much more. Mm. Having seen that side of the positive, then the challenge really came to deal with people who couldn't understand that the government is actually there to help people do things. Mm. That so not my relationship per se with the government, but the certain individuals in the government who mm. would come and go. And having seen how positive the government could be, and then have to, having to deal with some individuals who were just there, cussed and negative, mm. and to keep your cool uh, was something that was kind of not so nice. So that was my big... Mm. Then towards the later half, when we started doing things inside school, um, uh, in terms of when we brought in the five areas of development and, and all these kind of situations. Strangely enough, there was a lot of pushback from the parents in some okay. of the way. Right? Um, and we were a school that was stood for something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, certain parents would feel that, you know, they wanted to do it this way. So they were, that was a challenge also, how to get the parents on board with you. It, mm-hmm. it was a bit, but once they got on board with you, then it was fine. Yeah. And the last and not the least was finding the right kind of people to be teachers at the Dune School, at the Vasanali School. Vasanthali, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was, but then at the end, if you just struggle through it, we had a fantastic group of people. Correct. Uh, and then it made the whole thing uh, so super. But getting them, mm was a constant kind of uh, endeavor that we had to put on. I can imagine. Uh, we were you know, always going ahead and looking for people, hmm. uh, even when there was not a slot, if you mean, see what I mean. Hmm. So these, I would say, were the challenge, the getting the right kind of people to be on board, um, to be uh, able um, to live up. And also the thing that we were starting from scratch on a piece of land in Delhi, you know, there was nothing there. And we were studying at a part of Delhi that didn't exist. Can you know, Vasan Kunj now seems to be like a Hasti place. When we, when we started our school, there was nothing there. Nothing. Correct. And we were, one of the challenges we thought we were going to have is where the students going to come from. Mm. But that kind of, so the getting the right kind, you know, the students, we were, we were quite clear that we were going to get as many students from around the neighborhood. Mm. We stuck to that. Uh, even as the neighborhood grew, uh, so that that um, was an area that, and then keeping after a while, if I have to look at those are the areas, getting the right kind of people to be teachers, relationship with the government, um, living up to the expectations of the yeah. puris constantly, mm-hmm. and always thinking ahead for the children. Amazing, well said. So, that was the most important thing. one more question on uh, on education before I move to some of the institutions that you have established. You know, as an educator who has seen education evolve in India, mm. the, the incredible pressure cooker system that we've all come out of, right? Uh, it's often been criticized. Uh, education literacy is going up. And a lot of Indians seem to be getting it right in terms of what you see in terms of successes. What are your thoughts and what should India be doing differently in education? Ah, good question. So the thing is that we also need to understand, in my my opinion, I think the one mistake that we made when we became independent, that we mm-hmm. let 
नई तालीम गो पास्ट दिस होल सिस्टम इट सो ब्यूटिफुल एंड सो वेल ऑर्गेनाइज वी वी लुक एट रिफॉर्म्स इन ऑल दी अदर एरियाज बट वी डिडेंट लुक एट relooking at the system that existed in mm-hmm. 1947 it just perpetuated mm-hmm. that uh, going forward without ever you know without making any but at the same time uh, right from there the iits came along and there was a whole bunch of uh, but i think that naitalim now if you look at the what the present government has brought into place is the new education policy i think it's very well done okay it, uh, you know but like with good policies its success will depend on how it's implemented you know mm-hmm. we we've, we've had so many good thoughts in so many areas so what i see is large glimpses of nai taleem in the new education policy where mm-hmm. we bring things together you know the working with your hands and skills and attitudes so i think you know it's all we could always sit down and criticize whatever we want to looking back but i think at this point of time if i was to say what india could have done differently or should be doing differently just now taking it forward i think is the rejuvenation of the government school system okay there there's no i mean there, there can be some private uh, uh, islands of excellence that might come along mm. there could be some private uh, public partnership which is fine but the basic uh, responsibility of bringing high quality education mm-hmm. must be and should be with the government because they do the government school system that exists across the country needs mm. to be rejuvenated mm. and i think that if the new education policy will be able uh, to do that in the, in the world over uh, though we are still seeming to be continuing with the pressure cooker system that you call mm. i can see the lessening of that in some ways where admission uh, into university mm. right slowly is not becoming the only way forward after you finish grade 12 okay there are many other op- options opening up mm. right uh, we also need to um, uh, understand that with the new education policy a lot of things will happen within the school so the by the time you're 18 ready to school you should be ready to get into mm. your areas of passion sure and the world of work is changing hugely mm. and this last year has taught us a lot mm. that traditional um, places of work mm-hmm. uh, don't necessarily flourish and are don't able to take on challenges that come mm-hmm. so we are also seeing an opening up of avenues for children uh, to go to beyond uh, universities mm-hmm. of course doctors and engineers and specialized sure. those will go but there, there is a huge opportunity opening up both in india and outside mm-hmm. so i think if we look at the new education policy and give it the push that it will require there are, of course it's not perfect you know mm-hmm. but there's nothing is perfect okay so for me that is a big ray of sunshine uh, it, that is going to take us to to the other side okay. uh, slowly uh, so that you know the answer is on the table now no i'm with you so we are very we have to pick it up and and the thing what i'm trying to say is that we including people like me who are outside the government school system mm-hmm. in running them we need to get our hands in there not dirty mm. in fact some of us will getting them clean by working with the government school uh, and taking it to the other level the other thing quickly in in this uh, one of the things that i firmly believe on is that schooling unfortunately has become an end in itself it's a industry in itself right 
Uh, and that's something that, you know, anybody who's read my books or heard me talk, I talk about this constantly. That schooling is not what it's all about. Education is what it's all about. Mm. And my kind of fight, drive, everything is to bring education into schooling. Mm. Right? Which is where education seems to have almost been kept out. And I see strains mm. of that in the new education policy. Mm. The world, is, and this is not an Indian problem. Mm. The world over, we have become an overschooled and undereducated society. Mm. Right? Well said. So, so that we need to be very clear that education is what we are trying to do. Schooling is just a means. Unfortunately, it has become the end. Correct. That's where the pressure cooker and all these kind of situations where they have to justify a lot of the rubbish that there has to be mm. done to keep themselves relevant uh, is, is what it's all about. Well said. So let me move on. Uh, you know, you've set up two amazing institutions in India, uh, Pallavan School and Ritanjali. Tell me about both these institutions. Ah, very nice. So, um, as you said, I was, uh, as I said, I was in the Doon School, you know, for many years. Mm. Um, then things didn't go right in my personal life, so I had to move out. Uh, and, and these things, which at that, that point of time sound uh, at, the, at the bend, right at the bottom. Mm -hmm. There was an ad in the paper for the uh, position of the principal of the British school in Delhi. Mm -hmm. I applied for it purely because I felt that I needed to shift out, got the job. I was there for maybe eight, nine months. Mm -hmm. Did whatever I could. It was just like, <laughs> it, it wasn't my... Mm -hmm. yeah, of so I resigned without having a job in hand. And then somebody introduced me to Arun Puri and Rekha Puri, who were, were at that point of time you know, planning to set up personal school and I had a meeting in their house at, on a Saturday morning and, you know, the conversation was meant to last maybe 10 minutes. It lasted two, three hours. We sat in the car, drove to the piece of land. Somewhere the conversation became our school and there it was. So there was suddenly a platform um, being given uh, and the kind of vision and uh, encouragement and freedom Mm -hmm. uh, because when I because I had been working uh, at the British school, which was a completely uh, parent-run school, and everything was run by the parents, and I, so stifling and no freedom at all. So I kind of thing went to the other side, uh, mm -hmm. and I said, "You know, listen, you want me to do this? I need to be in control." And I have to say that they gave me mm -hmm. full control, but we worked together. So it was, you know, many times people ask me, "Oh, do the puris give you freedom?" So it's not a question of giving freedom. We work together. And that is one of the best things that happened. We fought a lot about a lot of things. There's no question about it. But it was a healthy debate and discussion. And either they convinced me or I convinced them. So uh, the setting up of Vasanai School was, I think, the best thing that happened in many, many mm -hmm. ways for me. And when I finished 30 years, I also realized that it was time to kind of move on, to give other people a chance. I would never have moved on if I... Mm -hmm. Uh, it was my choice to kind of move on. Everything was fine there. Right. But it would not be fair to the younger people coming along and new ideas. Uh, uh, so that, uh, and again, we started with 16 teachers, you know, hardly any case, but we just worked in a way. I think our, we were just clear that we wanted to create a space where we would learn. Hmm. And that, that changed everything. It was a learning space. So one of the things that somebody asked me, why are you guys setting up Wasan Valley School? I mean, what's, how is it going to be different hmm. from so many other schools that are coming up at that mm -hmm. point? 
And this is 30 years ago, or 30, 31 years ago. And I said, you know, here in Vasanadi school, we are not going to be teaching. Hmm. So that was met, even today is met with some kind of incredulous. You know, what do you mean you're not going to be teaching? <laughs> right. So he said, yeah, the job of an adult is not to go into a classroom hmm. to teach. So I can go into a classroom and I can teach for two hours and nobody learns anything. Hmm. So I've had fun. But the point, therefore, is for hmm. me to go into a classroom and to help the children to learn. Hmm. That's a, it sounds like a cliche, but actually changes right. the whole atmosphere, the whole relationship. Between. Hmm. And I, as a teacher, have to be in the learning mode myself. Hmm. right? Not just outside the classroom. Whether I'm teaching grade 2 or grade 10, hmm. It has to be a learning experience for me also. Correct. Right? Because if I'm just going there and, you know, vomiting stuff onto the kids and they're supposed to, then it's, that's, that's schooling. We are talking about education where we are all on a path together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Believe you me, today, these days, you have interaction with 13, 14, 8, 9, 10, 11 year old Mm -hmm. kids. You have so much to learn from them. Correct. So that became a uh, in Vasanadi school. I think that relationship that we had amongst ourselves as a as a faculty, mm-hmm. uh, the relationship that we had with the kids, mm-hmm. and then the kids and the parents they got along very well on their in a, on a third kind of space. Mm-hmm. There was a whole social situation that was Absolutely. gathered between the between the parents who met each other because their kids were at the same school, mm-hmm. and that led to a creation of a of an environment, an ecosystem of like-minded people. Mm-hmm. So even parents who did not quite understand or agree with, but slowly saw what was, saw what was happening, they became the mainstay of what Vasanthari school was all about. Mm-hmm. You know, it was no nothing that came from Mars and we were not pretending to be, you know, God's answers to education. We were okay. just, the whole point was to be common sense, understand and one of the things that if we have, to, I'll just tell you one sentence. When we were sitting down, the 16 first teachers, mm-hmm. we wrote down all the stuff that we hated when we were in school ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we said, we're not going to allow that to happen here. Right. Right. That was saying that, you know, this was just made me miserable. I'm not mm-hmm. going to be responsible for that in the school. Mm-hmm. And then we put together all the things that we found that made us happy and successful and, you know, fulfilled in schools. We made a list of those. And mm-hmm. these are teachers who were coming from all over the place. Mm-hmm. So we had a super list of things to do as well as things not to do. Okay. And these were things that had been come up by the teachers themselves. So they had a sense of ownership. Okay. So I think that is one of the big things about Wasn't School, Wasn't School was that it was a kind of cooperative of the teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and me and the parents and the puris and slowly got the parents on board. So that, and we made mistakes. And, you know, there was one of the things that we, I think, were very happy to admit, hey, this, we got it wrong. Mm -hmm. There were no egos allowed to come in that just because I thought of it, Mm -hmm. now it has to be carried through whether it's working or not. So there were many things that were started and the moment we realized that it was not doing what it was supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. out it went off the window and it had no ego uh, issues on Correct. that. I think that is one of the big things that... That's uh, amazing. You know, uh, Arun, I'm now running out of time and I have so many things to, to talk about. So I have two options. One is I schedule another time with you to 
we continue talking vasant valley now and we talk of pallavan rithinjali bhutan in another section you decide some other time uh, so uh, the problem is there is so much to say now i i know no and i I'm, I'm, i'm really enjoying this I'm, and i'm sure all our listeners will love this conversation so let's stay with vasant valley school for another 3 4 minutes and then we'll schedule another time for pallavan rithinjali and I everything you're doing in there so again so let's come back to now uh, you know vasant valley 30 years you have produced such an amazing set of alumni who have gone all over the world what is your thought on alumni building the brand of the school keeping in touch with the school and giving back to the school well this is something again we when i used to talk to the children and they would you know have a conversation about them so one of the things i used to say to them quite often was listen when you are 32 years of age i'm going to come and stay with you and i want to see what kind of a human being you are correct i don't care whether you get and i'm 90. sure they're all welcome you <laughs> i don't know about that yeah. just, so i say i don't care whether you get 98 or 92 now which college you get into your true success is going to be when you been through this and what kind of a human being are you at the age of 32 hmm. that for me i said that the true sign of success of hmm. a school hmm. is what its alumni is doing what its alumni is when they're 32 hmm. right because that's you've been through all yeah and if they have stuck true to anything that you feel that you've helped them learn at the school hmm. and it's still with them at the age of 32 then yeah the right. education took place hmm. not just schooling so that is one thing about the alumni that they were always told that you know uh of course you must do well but, but at what cost i mean Correct. are you just going to drop everything and then get your marks mm-hmm. then what uh so but i i hesitate a little bit uh, about creating a band out of the alumni mm-hmm. you know because they get kind of um, uh whitewashes them into one and homogeneous kind of body Mm-hmm. uh which i find uh, in some of the schools that what happened mm-hmm. we tried right from the beginning and that was one of the things that i was very clear having come from the doon school and you mm-hmm. know many other kind of places uh having been to such places i said no each child at wasanwani school has to be unique mm-hmm. you're not going to put them into a conveyor belt mm-hmm. you should not be able to walk into a school and smell a wasanwani school student mm-hmm. right they need to be distinct they need to be their own people and okay. that is our whole philosophy everything was to help you become you right so there might be a few who did the same thing mm-hmm. but they has the of course there were some basic levels of decency and you know all that kind of stuff i'm not talking about that but i'm talking about thought processes mm-hmm. and i'm also talking in terms of uh career post school Hmm. we encouraged as many people to go into as diverse uh lines as possible to get into spaces hmm. uh, it was not good enough to just get 98% hmm. but what did you do with that 98% correct did you get into the university or the institution of your choice in the course of your choice correct right so if you that so that is where what we did in terms of the what you talking about the alumni hmm. I, i think the alumni are very well connected Absolutely. we are in touch with each other there it's a very strong alumni and what is great about the wasanwari school alumni it it's not a brand mm. right it's 
I'm very tempted to use the names of some yep. other schools, but I'm not going to do that. Absolutely. But the power of, I'm not using the power, it's the, the strength mm -hmm. and the, uh, the wonderful uh, push and pull that there is between people who have studied at the Vasanadi school mm -hmm. doesn't take any kind of shape or form. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it works on its own level. And, and I, I think that's the strength of it. And, you know, nobody, uh, and it's becoming stronger by the day. Hmm. And one of the things that was done in the beginning, I realized that this needed to be fostered. Mm -hmm. So when I went to London, I hosted a lunch for all the Basanwari school kids mm -hmm. in London. They got together, whether it was in New York, whether it was in Bangalore, whether it was in, in Delhi, we used to meet quite often. My home has been the venue of dinners for so many informal gathering Absolutely. of people. So somebody would ring me up and say, hey, we haven't seen you for a long time. I said, come along. I said, bring your friends. Mm -hmm. So I would sometimes not know who would be coming up, but we'd all, the connection would be wasn't very school. So there's yeah, this yeah. informal network structured situation that exists. Fantastic. So the band, brand is not there, which is great. Mm -hmm. Right. But you the networks are there. Yeah, it works beautifully. And I think that's... Thank you very much for this incredible conversation on Vasant Valley. And we're going to talk again on the next part of your journey. Thank <laughs> you again. Thank you so much. It was just a pleasure to kind of help revive uh, some of the things that you've actually been witness to. So I've you know, seen your journey in the last three decades. Fantastic. Yes, uh, you know, so I'm very happy to be able to talk to you and all the best. And I'm so Thank happy that you're... Uh, call becoming so popular and I want to kind of subscribe to them and help people to thank you, uh, thank more you. and more to listen to that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You. Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a video and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Today, I am privileged and honored to have one of India's legendary educators, Arun Kapoor, with me. Arun, welcome to the show. I don't know about legendary, but your show seems to be legendary. No, no, no. This is great. Uh, Arun is the founding headmaster of Vasant Valley School, New Delhi, a school where both my sons went. He is the director of the Royal Academy of Bhutan, and he's currently sitting in Bhutan, enjoying himself uh, in, in a very different environment. He's the chairman of Rithinjali India, chairman of Center for Escalation of Peace, a director of Parliament Learning Systems. He has been awarded the Druk Thukse Award from His Majesty, the King of Bhutan, for his contribution to education in Bhutan. And of course, as an educator so well known, he's been recognized and awarded globally. So Arun, tell me, what would you say are three key milestones in your life or your career? Ah, key milestones? Well, I have to say, I'm, uh, one was the, I mean, they might seem milestones in hindsight. Mm -hmm. 
right? And that's what happens quite often. These are not things that I had kind of yep. planned to happen. One was my becoming a school teacher in the first place. You know, wow. it was purely uh, accidental. Uh, uh, and I was requested to come and uh, help out at the Dune School for a while, for a couple mm -hmm. of months. Mm -hmm. Just fell in love with that and stayed for 12, 13 years. So that definitely crossing over the barrier into school teaching was mm -hmm. uh, an amazing uh, an accident. So, but now I look back, it, it is a milestone. I mean, you Correct. know, that I had, it was not something that I had planned for. Hmm. Uh, and the 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 second one, I would say, in many ways, is again uh, not something planned for. Is my involvement with the setting up of the Wasan Valley School, hmm. where I spent about thirty years, and in that. Uh, so there was Wasan Valley School as the focus, but a lot of things that I did, learned, and was able to do was in those 30 years at Wasan Valley School. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely a mind story. Sure. And uh, the other thing, <laughs> just thinking, talking to you, just I realized that all three were accidental in some way. Right. Or the uh -huh. And the third one was my meeting with His Majesty. Uh, uh, he wasn't the king at that time when I met him. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, changed my life in so many ways. He's just mm -hmm. such an amazing man. And so then came across, started moving across, planning, doing things. And here I am in... Um, uh, so these are like, in terms of career-wise, yes, uh, I would say that the the Dune School, the Vasanadi School, um, and the meeting with His Majesty and coming up here makes uh, a lot of difference. But also... If I may add one more, this my involvement with Ritinchili and the setting up of the work with the work I do with Ritinchili, and I've worked in Tihar jail for many years, working with the kids there and running night schools and doing a second chance school. So it's somehow all connected with the young people, but all of them. So in the formal space and this Royal Academy is a combination of what I learned mm -hmm. uh, at the Dune School, Vasamali School. And Ritinjali, and I'm able to put that out. Amazing. On the, so I, uh, your your questions kind of said was milestones, but in my personal life, my two daughters. I mean, you know, uh, fantastic. I mean, I've learned so much from them. Right. Uh, so I don't know whether you can call your family your milestone or not, but <laughs> they definitely no, absolutely. Got a difference in you know uh, in who I am. Uh, True. Today, so if the if if kind of that answers what you're fantastic. No, no, that these are some great, great thoughts. So you know, let's talk a little bit about an area where you spent 30, 40 years, which is education. But as you were setting up, which you said your second milestone, Vasant Valley, tell me some of some of your challenges. <sighs> I do know for a fact that every time admission used to start, you used to disappear. So I'm not <laughs> going to talk about that as a challenge. No, no, no. That that uh, was yeah. Admission, of course, getting admitted after a while was almost from the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's it's strange, but you know, the living up to the expectations of the puris was a challenge. Mm -hmm. I think that was a really beautiful challenge. It was a, it was a positive challenge. I had such amazing people to work for, so it was not a challenge in the negative side, but it was a challenge itself, you know, because their expectations were so high. Mm -hmm. um, and my own expectations were uh, of how to meet those expectations were very, very high. 
So that was something that you know kept me going uh, in in those terms. Um, dealing with the government uh, and that side of it mm-hmm. uh, was at point of times challenging, if you know what I mean. Correct. Uh, there were just so many, but also at the same time, once you got through to uh, what we have to understand that the relationship with the government is not one kind of. Uh, vague figure. Mm-hmm. They were the individuals. So individuals would change. Mm-hmm. And then you would come across an individual who was, uh, you know, progressive, looking forward. And suddenly the same relationship with the government was a pleasant thing. Mm-hmm. It was great, wonderful. And then the individual would change and somebody else would come along. And so when you say your relationships with the government, mm-hmm. you have to understand that the government are not is not one kind of blank situation. Mm-hmm. They were in. So there were times when I would meet somebody who was completely opposite to the person that I, who was sitting in the same chair. Mm. And that was really frustrating. I can imagine. Sometimes on the frustrating side, and sometimes you'd say, oh my God, you know, the government can actually do so much more. Mm. Having seen that side of the positive, then the challenge really came to deal with people who couldn't understand that the government is actually there to help people do things. Mm. That so not my relationship per se with the government, but the certain individuals in the government who mm-hmm. would come and go. And having seen how positive the government could be, and then have to, having to deal with some individuals who were just there, cussed and negative, mm-hmm. and to keep your cool uh, was something that was kind of not so nice. So that was my big... Mm-hmm. Then towards the later half, when we started doing things inside school, um, uh, in terms of when we brought in the five areas of development and, and all these kind of situations. Strangely enough, there was a lot of pushback from the parents in some okay. of the way. Right? Um, and we were a school that was stood for something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, certain parents would feel that, you know, they wanted to do it this way. So they were, that was a challenge also, how to get mm-hmm. the parents on board with you. It, mm-hmm. it was a bit, but once they got on board with you, then it was fine. Yeah. And the last and not the least was finding the right kind of people to be teachers at the Dun school, at the Vasanali school. Vasanali, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was, but then at the end, if you just struggle through it, we had a fantastic group of people. Correct. Uh, and then it made the whole thing uh, so super. But getting them, mm was a constant kind of uh, endeavor that we had to put on. I can imagine. Uh, we were, you know, always going ahead and looking for people, hmm. uh, even when there was not a slot, if you mean, see what I mean. Hmm. So these, I would say, were the challenge of getting the right kind of people to be on board, um, to be uh, able um, to live up. And also the thing that we were starting from scratch on a piece of land in Delhi, you know, there was nothing there. And we were studying at a part of Delhi that didn't exist. You know, Vasankund now seems to be like a hustling place. When we when we started our school, there was nothing there. Nothing, correct. And we were one of the challenge we thought we were going to have is where are the students going to come from. Mm. But that kind of so the getting the right kind, you know, the students we were look, we were quite clear that we were going to get as many students from around the neighborhood. Mm. We stuck to that uh, even as the neighborhood grew. Uh, so that that um, was an area that, and then keeping 
after a while, if I was to look at those, those are the areas, getting the mm-hmm. right kind of people to be teachers, relationship with the government, um, living up to the expectations of the yeah. Puris constantly, mm-hmm. and always thinking ahead for the children. Amazing. Well said. So, that was the most important thing. one more question on, uh, on education before I move to some of the institutions that you have established. You know, as an educator who has seen education evolve in India, mm. The, the incredible pressure cooker system that we've all come out of, right? Uh, it's often been criticized. Uh, education literacy is going up. And a lot of Indians seem to be getting it right in terms of what you see in terms of successes. What are your thoughts and what should India be doing differently in education? Oh, good question. So the thing is that we also need to understand, in my my opinion, I think the one mistake that we made when we became independent, that we mm. let Naitalim go past. Mm. Now, this whole system, it's so beautiful and so well organized. We, we looked at reforms in all the other areas, but we didn't look at uh, re-looking at the system that existed in mm. 1947 and just perpetuated mm. that uh, going forward without ever, you know, without making any but at the same time, uh, right from there, the IITs came along and there was a whole bunch of... Uh, but I think that Naita Alim, now if you look at the, what the present government has brought into place is the new education policy. I think it's very well done. Okay. It, uh, you know, but like with good policies, its success will depend on how it's implemented. You know, mm-hmm. the, we've, we've had so many good thoughts in so many areas. So what I see is large glimpses of Naitalim in the new education policy where mm-hmm. we bring things together, you know, the working with your hands and skills and attitudes. So I think, you know, it's all we could always sit down and criticize whatever we want to looking back. But I think at this point in time, if I was to say what India could have done differently or should be doing differently, just now taking it forward, I think is the rejuvenation of the government school system. Okay. There's, there's no, I mean, there, there can be some private uh, uh, islands of excellence that might come along. Mm. There could be some private uh, public partnership, which is fine. But the basic uh, responsibility of bringing high quality education mm-hmm. must be and should be with the government because they do, the government school system that exists across the country needs mm. to be rejuvenated. Mm. And I think that if the new education policy will be able to, uh, to do that. In the, in the world over, uh, though we are still seeming to be continuing with the pressure cooker system that you call, mm-hmm. I can see the lessening of that in some ways where admission uh, into university mm-hmm. right, slowly is not becoming the only way forward after you finish grade 12. Okay. There are many other op- options opening up. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we also need to um, uh, understand that with the new education policy, a lot of things will happen within the school. So by the time you're 18 and ready to school, you should be ready to get into Mm. your areas of passion. And the world of work is changing hugely. Mm. And this last year has taught us a lot Mm. that traditional um, places of work Mm. uh, don't necessarily flourish and don't able to take on challenges that come. Mm. So we are also seeing an opening up of avenues for children uh, to go to beyond uh, universities. Mm. Of course, doctors and engineers and specialized, those will go, but there, there is a huge opportunity opening up both in India and outside. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So I think if we look at the new education policy and give it the push that it will require, there are, of course, it's not perfect, you know, mm-hmm. but there's nothing is perfect. Okay. So for me, that is a big ray of sunshine uh, that is going to take us to to the other side. Uh, slowly, uh, so that's you know the answer is on the table. Now. No, I'm with you. We are very. We have to pick it up, and and the thing, what I'm trying to say is that we, including people like me who are outside the government school system, mm-hmm. in running them, we need to get our hands in there, not dirty. Mm-hmm. In fact, some of us will getting them clean by working with the government school uh, and taking it to the other level. The other thing, quickly in in this, uh, one of the things that I firmly believe on is that schooling unfortunately has become an end in itself it's an industry in itself right uh, and that's something that you know anybody who's read my books or heard me talk I talk about this constantly that schooling is not what it's all about education is what it's all about mm. and my kind of fight drive everything is to bring education into schooling mm. right which is where education seems to have almost be kept out and I see mm. strains of that in the new education policy mm. The world is, and this is not an Indian problem. Hmm. The world over, we have become an overschooled and undereducated society. Hmm. Right? Well said. So, hmm. so that we need to be very clear that education is what we are trying to do. Schooling is just a means. Unfortunately, it has become the end. Correct. That's where the pressure cooker and all these kind of situations where they have to justify a lot of the rubbish that there has to be hmm. done to keep themselves relevant. Uh, is is what it's all about. Well said. So let me move on. Uh, you know, you've set up two amazing institutions in India, uh, Pallavan School and Ritinjali. Tell me about both these institutions. Ah, very nice. So, um, as you said, I was, uh, as I said, I was in the Doon School, you know, for many years. Mm. Um, then things didn't go right in my personal life. So I had to move out. Uh, you know, and these things, which at that, that point of time sound uh, at, the, at the bend, right at the bottom, mm-hmm. there was an ad in the paper for the uh, position of the principal of the British school in Delhi. Mm-hmm. I applied for it purely because I felt that I needed to shift out, got the job. I was there for maybe eight, nine months, mm-hmm. did whatever I could. It was just like, <laughs> it, it wasn't my... Yeah, cut off so I resigned without having a job in hand and then somebody introduced me to Arun Puri and Rekha Puri who were, were at that point of time, you know, planning to set up personal school and I had a meeting in their house at, on a Saturday morning and, you know, the conversation was meant to last maybe 10 minutes. It lasted two, three hours. We sat in the car, drove to the piece of land. Somewhere the conversation became our school and there it was. So there was suddenly a platform um, being given uh, and the kind of vision and uh, encouragement and freedom, mm-hmm. uh, because when I because I had been working uh, at the British school, which was a completely uh, parent-run school, and everything was run by the parents, and I, so stifling and no freedom at all. So I kind of thing went to the other side, uh, mm-hmm. and I said, "You well, listen, you want me to do this? I need to be in control." And I have to say that they gave me mm-hmm. full control. But we worked together. So it was, you know, many times people ask me, "Oh, do the puris give you freedom?" So I said, "It's not a question of giving freedom. We work together, and that is one of the best things that happened. We fought a lot, 
mm-hmm. about a lot of things. There's no question about it. But it was a healthy debate and discussion. Mm-hmm. And either they convinced me or I convinced them. So yeah. uh, setting up of Vasanthi School was, I think, the best thing that happened in many many mm-hmm. ways for me. And when I finished thirty years, I also realized that it was time to kind of move on to give other people a chance. I would never have moved on if I. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was my choice to kind of move on. Everything was fine there, right? But it would not be fair to the younger people coming along and new ideas. Uh, uh, so that, uh, and again, we started with sixteen teachers. You know, hardly any kids, but we just worked in a way. I think our. We were just clear that we wanted to create a space where we would learn, hmm. and that that changed everything. It was a learning space. So one of the things that somebody asked me, "Why are you guys setting up Wasant Valley School? I mean, what's how is it going to be different hmm. from so many other schools that are coming up at that point hmm. in time?" And this is thirty years ago, or thirty thirty one years ago, and I said, "You know, here in Wasant Valley School, we are not going to be teaching." Hmm. So that was met even today is met with some kind of incredulous. You know, what do you mean you're not going to be teaching? <laughs> right. So he said, "Yeah, the job of a adult is not to go into a classroom mm. to teach. So I can go into a classroom and I can teach for two hours and nobody learns anything. Mm. So I've had fun, but the point, therefore, is for mm. me to go into a classroom and to help the children to learn. Mm. That's a. It sounds like a cliche, but actually changes right. the whole." Atmosphere, the whole relationship between, mm. and I as a teacher have to be in the learning mode myself, mm. right? Not just outside the classroom. Whether I'm teaching grade two or grade ten, mm. it has to be a learning experience for me, also. Correct, right? Because if I'm just going there and you know vomiting stuff onto the kids and they're supposed to, then it's that's that schooling. We are talking about education where we are all on a path. Together, and mm-hmm. you, uh, believe you me. Today, these days, you have interaction with thirteen, fourteen, eight, nine, ten, eleven-year-old mm-hmm. kids. You have so much to learn from them. Correct. So that became a uh, uh, in Vasanthi School. I think that relationship that we had amongst ourselves as a as a faculty, mm-hmm. uh, the relationship that we had with the kids, mm-hmm. and then the kids and the parents they got along very well on the in a on a third kind of space. Mm-hmm. There was a whole Social situation that was gathered up between the between the parents who met each other because their kids were at the same school, mm. and that led to a creation of a of an environment, an ecosystem of like-minded people. Mm. So even parents who did not quite understand or agree with, but slowly saw what was saw what was happening, they became the mainstay of what Vasanthi School was all about. Mm. You know, it was no. Nothing that came from Mars, and we were not pretending to be, you know, God's answers to education. We were just the whole point was to be common sense, understand. And one of the things that if we had, I just tell you one sentence when we were sitting down, the sixteen first teachers, mm-hmm. we wrote down all the stuff that we hated when we were in school ourselves, mm-hmm. and we said we are not going to allow that to happen here. Right. Right. That was saying that you know this was just made me miserable. I am not mm-hmm. going to be responsible for that in the school. Mm-hmm. And then we put together all the things that we found that made us happy and successful and you know fulfilled in school. We made a list of those, and mm-hmm. these are teachers who were coming from all over the place. Mm-hmm. So we had a super list of things to do, as well as things not to do. Okay, and these were things that had been come up by the teachers themselves. So they had a sense of ownership. 
Okay. So I think that is one of the big things about Wasan School. Wasanari School was that it was a kind of cooperative of the teachers mm-hmm. uh, and me and the parent uh, and the puris and slowly put the parents on board. So that and we made mistakes. And you know, there was one of the things that we I think were very happy to admit. Hey, this we got it wrong. Mm-hmm. There were no egos allowed to come in. That just because I thought of it. Mm-hmm. Now it has to be carried through, whether it's working or not. So there were many things that were started, and the moment we realized that it was not doing what it was supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. out it went off the window, and it had no ego uh, issues on Correct. that. I think Correct. that is one of the big things that. That's uh, amazing. You know, uh, Arun, I'm now running out of time, and I have so many things to, to talk about. So I have two options. One is I schedule another time with you to. We continue talking Vasant Valley now, and we talk of Pallava, Rithinjali, Bhutan in another section. You decide some other time. Uh, so the, the problem is there's so much to say now. I, I know, I, no, and I'm, I'm really enjoying this, and I'm sure all our listeners will love this conversation. So let's stay with Vasant Valley School for another three, four minutes, and then we'll schedule another time for Pallava, Rithinjali, and I everything you're doing in. Fair fair so again, so let's come back to now. Uh, you know, Vasant Valley. 30 years, you have produced such an amazing set of alumni who have gone all over the world. What is your thought on alumni building the brand of the school, keeping in touch with the school and giving back to the school? Well, this is something again, we, when I used to talk to the children and they would you know, have a conversation about them. So one of the things I used to say to them quite often was, listen, when you're 32 years of age, I'm going to come and stay with you and I want to see what kind of a human being you are. Correct. I don't care whether you get... And I'm 90- sure they'd all welcome you. <laughs> I don't know about that. I yeah. just, so I said, I don't care whether you get 98 or 92 now, which college you get into. Your true success is going to be when you've been through this and what kind of a human being are you at the age of 32. Hmm. That for me, I said that the true sign of success of a school mm-hmm. is what its alumni is doing, what its alumni is when they're 32, mm-hmm. right? Because that's, you've been through all. Yeah. And if they have stuck true to anything that you feel that you've helped them learn at the school mm-hmm. and it's still with them at the age of 32, then yeah, the right. education took place, mm-hmm. not just schooling. So that is one thing about the alumni that they were always told that, you know, uh, of course you must do well, but, but at what cost? I mean, Correct. are you just going to drop everything and then get your marks? Mm-hmm. Then what? Uh, so, but I, I hesitate a little bit uh, about creating a band out of the alumni, mm-hmm. you know, because then it kind of um, uh, whitewashes them into one and the homogeneous kind of body. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I find uh, in some of the schools that what's happened. Mm-hmm. We tried right from the beginning and that was one of the things that I was very clear, having come from the Dune School and, you mm-hmm. know, many other kind of places, uh, having been to such places, I said, no, each child at Vasanwani School has to be unique. Mm-hmm. You're not going to put them into a conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. You should not be able to walk into a school and smell a Vasanwani School student, mm-hmm. Right. They need to be distinct. They need to be their own people. And okay. that is our whole philosophy. Everything was to help you become you. 
right? So there might be a few who did the same thing, mm-hmm. but there has, the, of course, there were some basic levels of decency and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about thought processes. Mm-hmm. And I'm also talking in terms of uh, career post-school. Mm-hmm. We encouraged as many people to go into as diverse uh, lines as possible to get into spaces Hmm. Uh, it was not good enough to just get 98%. Hmm. But what did you do with that 98%? Did you get into the university or the institution of your choice in the course of your choice? Correct. Right. So if you that, so that is where w- w- what we did in terms of the, what you're talking about, the alumni. Hmm. I, I think the alumni are very well connected. Absolutely. We are in touch with each other. There's, it's a very strong alumni. And what is great about the Vasamari School alumni it's not a brand, mm. right? It's a very tempted to use the names of some yep. other schools, but I'm not going to do that. Absolutely. But the power of, I'm not using the power, it's the, the strength mm. and the, uh, the wonderful uh, push and pull that there is between people who have studied at the Vasanwadi school mm. doesn't take any kind of shape or form. It's, mm. it's, it works on its own level. And, and I think that's the strength of it. And, you know, nobody, uh, and it's becoming stronger by the day. Hmm. And one of the things that was done in the beginning, I realized that it is needed to be fostered. Hmm. So when I went to London, I hosted a lunch for all the Basanwari school kids hmm. in London. They got together, whether it was in New York, whether it was in Bangalore, whether it was in, in Delhi, we used to hmm. meet quite often. My home has been the venue of dinners for so many informal gathering Absolutely. of people. So somebody would ring me up and say, hey, we haven't seen you for a long time. I said, come along. I said, bring your friends. Mm-hmm. So I would sometimes not know who would be coming up, but we'd all, the connection would be wasn't very school. So there's yeah, this yeah. informal network structured situation that exists. Fantastic. So the band, brand is not there, which is great. Mm-hmm. Right? But you the networks know. are there. Yeah, it works beautifully. And I think that's wonderful. Thank you very much for this incredible conversation on Vasant Valley. And we're going to talk again on the next part of your journey. Thank (laughs) you again. Thank you so much. It was just a pleasure to kind of help revive uh, some of the things that you've actually been witness to. So I've seen your journey in the last three decades. Fantastic. You know, so I'm very happy to be able to talk to you and all the best. And I'm so happy that your call is becoming so popular and I'm want to kind of subscribe to them and help people to thank you uh, more and more to listen to that. So thank you. Thank Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called you video cast and podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.